Good afternoon, I'm Susie Nordquist. This is your afternoon news fix for Wednesday the 19th of July. The husband of a woman charged with murdering their three children in Timaru says she was upset and horrified by earlier having thoughts of harming them. Lauren Dickerson is mounting a defence of insanity and infanticide despite admitting to killing the girls in September 2021. Emily Ansel has more. Speaking from his home in South Africa, Graham Dickerson says in 2019 his wife revealed the thoughts. He put them down to her diagnosed depression and anxiety. He agreed he wouldn't have left his children alone with her if he had thought they were at risk. A strong message that families on a budget can't keep paying more for essentials. Protesters are outside supermarkets around the country asking the government to increase corporate taxes or tax excess profits. Action Station Director Cassie Hartendorp says people are starting to skip meals. She says there is no end in sight to supermarkets increasing their profits. If we don't do something about it now, we're actually siphoning money out of the workers, out of people who are shopping, and into the hands of shareholders. And these corporations that are making just too much money... New Zealand journalist and broadcaster Dan Wotton is denying allegations of inappropriate behaviour in the UK. Two of his former employers, Sun Publisher News UK and Mail Online Publisher DMG Media, have issued statements saying they're looking into allegations against him. The Guardian reports Wotton has been accused of offering colleagues tens of thousands of pounds in return for sexual material. But Wotton has denied those allegations, claiming he's been subject to a smear including by a former partner. He has created an untrue story about me and appears to have been working with an organisation who are intent on closing down this channel. A report has found no significant change in children's average mathematics achievements since 2018. The National Monitoring assessed about 4,000 Year 4 and 8 pupils last year. Most Year 4 students were meeting expectations, but that dropped to 42% by Year 8. There were big declines for Māori and Pacifica learners, as well as girls. There is fear that New Zealand's COVID-19 isolation rule could be an own goal ahead of the Women's FIFA World Cup. The ACT Party is calling on the government to end the seven-day isolation period for people who get COVID. The Hotel Council agrees with those demands. Strategic Director James Dolan says the rule could have flow-on effects to international visitors who are coming to see the event. We're concerned that for tourists, the risk of having to isolate for seven days without using public transport is a real turn-off for doing a once-in-a-lifetime trip to New Zealand. Meanwhile, Prime Minister Chris Hipkins has kept the possibility open that COVID isolation rules could change. To Sport Now and FIFA President Gianni Infantino is urging more Kiwis to get behind the Women's World Cup on the eve of the tournament. About 1.5 million people are set to attend the 64 matches. Boxer Mia Motu will defend her IBO Super Bantamweight belt against Malawi's Alan Simwaka in August 26th in Auckland. Wellington have retained the Ranfilly Shield with a dominant 67-21 win over South Canterbury in Lower Hutt. I'm Susie Nordquist and that's your latest news fix. We'll be back with the next update tomorrow morning from the News Talk ZB newsroom.